If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Mayor Eric Adams' administration is promoting reparations in a bid to curb health and wealth disparities of black New Yorkers. But according to the New York Post, the effort is being met with accusations that it's sowing racial divisiveness. Gee, you think? Let's look at what they're actually saying. The proposal for federal reparations is spelled out in a bombshell report from the city's Department of Health and the Federal Reserve Bank entitled analyzing the racial wealth gap and implications for health equity. Here's a quote. The goal of a federal reparations program would be to seek acknowledgement, redress, and closure for America's complicity in federal, state, and local policies that have deprived black Americans of equitable access to wealth and wealth-building opportunities. This is a total and complete joke. The city's health commissioner, Dr. Ashwin Vasan, and his team offered three key recommendations, including a fresh approach to public health policy, how to improve data collections on wealth and health outcomes, which I'm all for, and getting the community more involved with health care decisions. But moderate and conservative politicians opposed to reparations accused Adams health minions of turning into ideologues and social justice activists. I'm forced to agree with my friend and colleague, Minority Leader Joe Borelli, who said, add reparations and sowing racial divisiveness to the list of greatest policy hits by Commissioner Vassens and his health department. Right alongside the crack pipe vending machine, heroin empowerment signs on subways, firing unvaccinated city workers, supporting government drug dens, and banning unvaccinated children from sports. That was a quote from Joe Borelli, and I think Joe is right on the money. This is madness. This is madness. The fact that the city is actually viewing this as a realistic governmental strategy to have the federal government, who apparently just has as much money as it wants, this magic pot of money that it can just draw down from whenever it wants to pay black residents. This is insanity. Reparations doesn't make sense in general, and it shouldn't be targeted to New York City residents specifically to make up for any economic disparities that are going on in New York City's black community. What a disappointment. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. One of the things that we all learn in driver's ed is that the left lane is for passing. The left lane is for passing. 
And anyone who's ever used it to overtake someone in New Jersey while doing just 10 miles per hour over the speed limit can tell you that New Jersey drivers get super angry if the person ahead of them in that left lane is not driving at the speed that they're driving at. And despite being panned as stupid, that's a quote, by the trucking industry, there is a new bill to bar trucks from the left lane. And that has sped through the New Jersey State Assembly Transportation Committee. It hasn't gotten a full floor vote yet. And now there's another left lane related bill, this time targeting buses. Assembly member Chris DePhillips at the last session introduced a bill that would actually prohibit school buses from the left lane, except when necessary to turn or in emergencies. For Assemblyman DePhillips, it's at least as much about children's safety as driver's annoyance. Here's a quote. A constituent approached me and shared lots of evidence of school buses in the left lane in the highways just traveling as if that's the place to be, as if it's in the ordinary course of traveling with kids. The assembly member said there has to be a legitimate safety reason for being in the left lane. School bus drivers should not be speeding. Now, I recognize that the left lane is just for passing. If school buses or trucks are using that left lane to cruise, they shouldn't be. Police should pull them over and direct them to use other lanes. But do we really need new legislation specifically prohibiting both trucks and school buses from using the left lane in New Jersey? Of course we don't. This is lunacy. And I know you New Jersey drivers take your left lane seriously. This is a bridge too far. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. This is a follow-up to a story that I brought to your attention yesterday. A number of people are scrambling to find a new place to stay after the Super 8 Motel on Carmen Road in Rotterdam told everyone Tuesday morning they had to be out by Wednesday. And I had hoped, because this is just such a horrible thing to do to people, that uh, this was going to be a hoax like those veterans, those homeless veterans that were kicked out to make room for migrants. This apparently is all too real. Town officials and county officials are saying that some of the people that were kicked out of this Super 8 motel included the indigent and people that have a tough time finding places to stay. This is just awfully crummy. The sudden displacement of these motel guests, some of them very poor, is causing quite a stir all over Schenectady County. I'm outraged, quite frankly, that people confronting poverty were suddenly left homeless to make way for new asylum seeker arrivals. This is the worst thing about this. These people deserve not to be kicked out of the place that they were sleeping. And yet now they're newly homeless so that we can find a place for the migrants to sleep. No. Why should the migrants get preference? I'm sorry. They shouldn't. Because New York City or New York State is going to foot the bill for them. And this Super 8 hotel wants, a uh, motel wants months and months of checks from the city taxpayers or the state taxpayers or wherever these folks are from. That's not right. There ought to be a law 
preventing this. You can't kick out an American homeless person from a hotel or a motel to make room for an asylum seeker that may not even be granted asylum and that may end up being in the country illegally. This is rotten in Rotterdam. This stinks. Beam me up. To be continued. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The other side of midnight. Local spotlight. We're going to uh, do an update on the Gilgo Beach case in just a couple of minutes, but uh, quick update: Suffolk County police apparently ignored a key tip in the grisly Gilgo Beach murders for over a decade, and they had a general description of the suspect and a make and model of the car he drove, which they failed to act upon for 13 years. It was only when a new task force went back over evidence in the case and interviewed a pimp that the clues pointed to Rex Hewerman, the 59-year-old architect who's now charged with three counts of murder. This crucial tip came from the pimp for Amber Lynn Costello, one of three women that was killed by Hewerman, allegedly, in 2010. He was interviewed by cops soon after the murders and identified the killer as, quote, a bulky ogre who drove a distinctive Chevrolet Avalanche when last seen with the victim. It was only when ex-NYPD Chief Rodney Harrower, as the Suffolk County Police Commissioner last year, and reopened the case that the dots started to get connected. And just a month later, Later, this newly formed task force to investigate the murders had Hewerman in its sights. So this was the first time Rex Hewerman's name had come up and the first time he had been identified as a potential suspect. That's the word from State Police Major Stephen Udis, Commander of Troop L. That's what he said at a press conference. He said at the time, the task force worked as a team to move forward with that information, and the investigation ultimately confirmed that Rex Hewerman was, in fact, the individual responsible for, at a minimum, the deaths of three women. And you have to wonder, what took so long? Why did the Suffolk County police essentially ignore this tip for over a decade? I'm going to get into this in just a minute because there's been some interesting things that Curtis Lewa has said on this subject, some interesting things Pete King has said on this subject, and I'm going to give you my take on this in just a moment. But if you want to share your own, give me a call, 800-848-9222, Beam me up! To be continued. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 